Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sterling's Business Success and Coffee Podcast, kindly sponsored and supported by Sterling's group coaching programs and Fix This Next. This free online business assessment tool enables you to pinpoint your business's vital need. Keep listening for top business tips and advice to help you level up and scale up. Here's your host, Simon Meadows. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by Tamara. And I'm hoping I'm pronouncing this uh, correct, Tamara, but Tamara McDuff. McDuff, yeah, you yeah, got it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, who is joining me at my time, really early in the morning, her time. So I, I really want to thank you for, for being up at 5.30 in the morning and jumping on our podcast with, with me. Uh, good to have you on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about you. Tell us a little bit about your story and, and why you're here. Well, thank you for having me, Simon. Um, yep, 5.30, I get up early every morning. I was pleased to see that somebody else was up with me. Um, So here in Rochester, I own Now Digital Marketing, and I help people become known right through their content. And I help them to think big and build on their dreams and on their businesses and things like that. And I do that not just through my company, but also as a certified SCORE mentor, where we give free business mentoring to business owners in every stage of their business. So I've helped start, run, and grow over 40 companies here in Rochester, um, really all across, and grow um, businesses all across the United States because now that everything's virtual. And in addition to that, I help with a lot of nonprofits here in the city try to get their message out. Uh, things like the Coffee Connection and um, there's a new one I just got on with. It's called uh, Drug Free Rondequoit and Recovery Always are some of the things. And I host two radio shows. Uh, wow. One is Rethinking Business, Success Sauce and Two Pickles. That's where we talk about business owners very much like what you do. Yeah. And we repurpose that into a podcast. And I also am host of Rock Voices on, the, uh, on a local radio station. Wow. Where do you find all the time to fit this in? That's That's the question, isn't it? That's why I've got to get up at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and do things like this. Right. Uh, so I'm always intrigued with with radio, how people get into radio. And you know, I, I, I took over a local garden centre many, many years ago as one of my businesses, and I knew very little about plants. And as soon as I became the owner of the garden centre, the local radio station says, great, we'll get you to come in and do a gardening slot. I know nothing about gardening. Why would you want me on your radio show? Oh, well, somebody's got to fill the slot. How, how did you get involved in, in those radio shows? Uh, actually, it came about uh, just through a conversation. I was doing a social media presentation, and one of the people in the audience, her husband had a radio show on this radio station, Rochester Free Radio. And I was like, I love being on the radio. Can you? Can I be a guest? And she's like, sure. So I went and I was a guest on his show and then they got additional time on their show. So now their show got expanded to four hours and they had to fill some of that time because that's, that's a big time slot. And so they, um, they asked me and uh, Otivia was his wife to do a segment. We got started with a segment and Uh then um, a slot opened up on Sundays for two hours and And we took it. There it goes. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
I don't mind the talking, but it's all the devices and, you know, uh, getting all the equipment going that uh, always used to confuse me a little bit. Yeah. So, so thanks for being on this podcast. And it, the good news is, listeners, we're both drinking coffee. So I've got my espresso roast this morning. Um, it is sort of mid-morning for me, so I'm looking after my voice. So I have got a little bit of honey in there as well, just to preserve the vocal cords for the rest of the day. But tell us tomorrow about the the coffee because you know just before we started the recording uh you you gave me a little bit of an insight into the coffee you're drinking i'd love to hear more about the story behind it as well not just the the blend or the type of coffee that you're drinking no oh, thanks um yeah this blend is called it's you know, very creative name emily's blend and it was named it's named after my daughter emily who passed away from a fentanyl toxicity about three years ago and so I worked with the Coffee Connection for 15 years prior to losing her and they employ women in recovery. And so when she passed away, they were like, what can we do? And I said, you know, it would be really cool if we could make a blend, name it after her, put her face on it and let's humanize drug addiction and let's humanize yeah. this opioid epidemic. Because right now she's a statistic to everybody except me and her yeah. family and friends. So they did, they created this blend. It's salted caramel and French vanilla. So oh, delicious. Blend. Yes. And it. now it is the number one selling blend for the coffee connection here in Rochester. You can order it on their website. Everybody loves it. And I really, but I really think not only does it taste good, I think the reason it sells so well is because her picture is on the bag yeah. and people come in and they see her and they ask about her. And now the Coffee Connection tells their story and their mission along with Emily's story. So it helps to keep her memory alive. Yeah. And I think that's such a, a great way of having, I want to use the word legacy, but legacy doesn't do it justice, really, does it? But mm -hmm. you know, it's an impact, isn't it? Because I think, you know, um, for me, legacy is about having an impact on other people. Right. And there's so many different ways that that can have an impact on the understanding of, as you say, drug addiction, the coffee connection. I'd love to hear more about the coffee connection in a minute, but it also ha has an impact on those people perhaps that are being supported by those organizations as well through, I'm sure, the sale of, of coffee, et cetera. So, mm -hmm. so just listeners might not have heard about the coffee connection. Just tell us a little bit about the coffee connection. Give them a little bit of a plug as well. Okay. Uh, the Coffee Connection is a, a local organization here that employs women in recovery, especially women who've been in prison. And so if you have a felony and you've been in prison, that's a big plus for Joy that she loves right. to. <laughs> but these women are in stable recovery. They get not just life skills and support in their recovery. They get yeah. to learn how to run a business. The women do everything from creating the blends to roasting to selling the coffee wholesale. They go out, they talk to restaurants, the coffees in all kinds of restaurants and kiosks all, all across the city. And, um, she's, the women are fantastic and yeah. they're just like family. So they're big heroes of mine. So I'm always happy to support them. And, um, they're starting to do online sales, you know, to get stuff done and they just, they support themselves. It's a nonprofit. Yeah. yeah the yeah. business is wrapped up in the nonprofit and they're self-supporting by like 75%. Wow. Yeah. That's great. So, 
how do you take the coffee? You're giving us a bit of a story of the coffee itself. So tell us a little bit about the coffee. And you mentioned something again before we started the corner about uh, mother mug. So tell us about what it is that you're drinking in. And obviously, if listeners can't see this. So just describe the mug and tell us how you take your coffee. So the mug is um, one of those mugs that when you put hot liquid in it, it brings the picture to life. Oh, and okay. it has an owl on it sitting on a branch. And it says a mother gives her child the heart to love and the strength to soar. And it was given to me by my son and my daughter-in-law as yeah. a Mother's Day gift, I think. Yeah. And in my coffee, even though it's flavored and it's really good, I add cream and sugar to it. Not quite as much as Emily. She told me that she was becoming an adult and drinking coffee. She doesn't like coffee. That's the ironic thing. She mm. didn't like coffee. She's like, mom, I'm becoming an adult. I'm drinking coffee. And then I watched her put like a gallon of cream and a five pound bag of sugar into yep. it. <laughs> That's like sat next to coffee. <laughs> yeah. But, it, but, you know, what we have found by doing this podcast that in places uh, around the world, places that you think would be very strict black coffee drinkers, actually the opposite and they go for huge amounts of cream huge amounts of, of sugar particularly in some some parts of india uh where mm -hmm. they grow coffee as well yeah which surprised me it was like okay uh, yeah. whether it's because they drink so much of it but uh, yeah <laughs> drinking that much sugar so what so often is not good for you is it right <laughs> yeah. so thinking about your your business uh and you gave us a, an introduction to that what's been the latest or most significant thing that you've been working on recently i've actually been working on something that's brand new it's mm -hmm. not even really out there yet um uh, but it's it's getting very close i've only told a few people so you're in a right. very preview. small circle it's a preview yeah. yeah it's a new program it's a coaching program called be do and have the path forward. And it's all about aligning people's core values with their business. Because what I found when I've studied all the super successful, high achieving kind of people, they're all aligned to whatever their core value is, you know? And so like, for some, you know, rock and roll stars, some of them, the ones that are aligned with their core value of like creativity, for example, they're the ones that are making money hand over fist, multiple streams of income. It's yeah. not just wise business strategy with the streams of income. They are connected to it and you can see it in everything they do. And so I've discovered that there's something that you need to be, right? Yeah. And there's things you need to do in order for you to have the business that you want to have. So you can't grow your business. I mean, you can, people do it every day. You can go out and you can just say, Oh, I just want to go help people. And I'm just, but you're something's missing because yeah. your passion is, is your what, not your why. Right. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Um, well, actually I said that backwards. Your passion is your, no, your passion is your what, not your why. Yeah, that's right. No, that's right. Because it's about what you do, no matter what it is that you do, if you're connected to that why, yeah. that's really where your passion is. The The why drives it. The why is yeah. the underlying thing. Yeah, the yeah. why is what drives it. And it, it's not always, a lot of people say, oh, it's money. Everybody's driven by money. It's not. <laughs> no. Money makes the world go round. You have to have it to make things happen, to make bigger things happen, but everybody can make an impact. Yeah. And uh, I think 
what you've mentioned there about values as well. You know, I'm, I'm a big Mike Michalowicz uh, fan who probably isn't too far from you, actually. Um, but, you know, he talks about immutable values as well. So I think we, we, we all have values that we aspire to and that we strive to, to live by. But on occasion, we do make compromises on those. You know, it might be that huge contract that we've been seeking for a while. And one of our values is getting paid within 30 days uh, and getting paid on time. And we know that these are bad payers and we're going to have to struggle. And we might compromise on that value to get the contract because there's good margins. But there are also those immutable values that that might cause them because they are the ones that we shouldn't compromise on. They're the ones that no matter what kind of deal is offered in front of us, if that value has to be compromised, it's a no. Mm -hmm. And I think having those values, they're the ones that really guide the what we do, aren't they? Because they're the ones we make our decisions by. The others help us make decisions, but the, the immutable ones clearly guide us and keep us on track, don't they? They do. And they, they help you become unstuck. Everybody gets stuck, yeah. right? I've gotten stuck. All the greats have gotten stuck. Everybody's got writer's block, creative block, whatever. But if you really go back to basics and you go back to who you are, not so much what it is you do, once yeah. you unlock that, the path just kind of opens up for you. And so it gets back to that whole, um, you know, like my grandfather said, he had a campaign called Think Big and Build, and I kind of stole it from him Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I like that tagline because it's true. You need to dream big, put that mission out there, that vision out there. That's how you create your impact. But you create impact every day with every little step that you take. Yeah. And but you, if you follow that formula, be, do, have, and that's why it's it's sustained the test of time. Yeah. Yeah. And, and have doesn't actually need that much work, does it? And that's the thing, isn't it? Some people see that as where all the effort has to go in. But you, you're absolutely right. You know, the effort is in the in the be and the do. And the have, yes, right. needs a little bit of tweaking. Kinda... You have to you have to be there to receive it, don't you? <laughs> At the end of the you day. You do. <laughs> <laughs> but, it, but it comes. So that's good. And you have to yeah. recognize it, don't you, as well? You have to be tuned into it and aware to recognize the, the have. So you can be grateful as well. I think... Gratitude is a big thing for me. It's it a is, big stress it's, buster. It's a very, very big thing for me too. And, and again, that's another secret that helps me get unstuck is when I'm really having those bad days and nothing goes right. Remember, I think, have you ever had one of those days where everything you touch goes to crap? <laughs> everything. Uh, it doesn't matter what it is. And how did you um, know what I was doing yesterday? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm psychic like that. Yeah. <laughs> But we do, don't we? We have those days, don't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Business owners have them a lot. Yeah, and and taking that moment of gratitude definitely makes a huge difference. So having your own life, uh, you know, in in so many different avenues. So you know, contributing uh, as you do, and I'm sure taking so much value from uh, the work that you do with Coffee Connection, etc and working on those values in your own business and with other people now in this you know this Mm -hmm. secret thing that we're not going to talk about yet um over 600 people that probably listen to this right now um what kind of difference has that made what what have you seen in yourself and what would you like to share about the the difference it's made for you i'm happier 
I have find more joy in what it is that I'm doing Mm -hmm. um, because I've become more aligned and I've been able to, when I identified what my values are, what I'd like to do and what I like to have, I can actually see myself doing that. So when I get that sense of clarity, because that's the underlying theme of all of this is just getting clear, getting clear on who you are, getting clear on what it is that you actually do. And um, yeah, I'm happier. I just, I wake up earlier without an alarm. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm up anyway. So this time works for me yeah. and I get up without an alarm. I have more energy throughout the day. I feel like I'm contributing and I can see the impact because I'm looking for it now. Yeah. And so now the little things come through and that's what drives me. I'm going to ask you a very personal question now. So you can tell me if you don't want to answer it or not. Um, choice is yours. But from a point of view of what you've gone through, and you know, I love the way that you have, have taken the door trigger memory and used it as you have done in, in coffee. It sounds to me that what you've just described there and that happiness and that joy has had to have a significant amount of, of healing. And some of that, what you've just talked about there, feels like a healing process. And I, I'm asking the question because I know there will be people listening to this that have lost family members. We've had other guests that have had some dreadful stories and the the journey in which we go to get through that and to heal and um, i don't think we ever heal completely there's always that 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 hole there's always that gap what kind of things would you like to share about the healing process that you've gone through and how some of what you've said there has helped um Yes, you're absolutely right. And when somebody goes through something like what I have, where they've lost, uh, especially a child, but it can also a spouse or a parent, depending on the, you know, the relationship and stuff, but somebody that close, you never get over that. I'm just going through it. I'm never going to get to the other side. Right. But I keep thinking, I just, all I did was I focused on who she was when she was alive and the things that she liked to do, she lived out loud, right? She, she embodied that live, laugh, love kind of mantra. Um, And so she loved everybody. She always saw the good in everybody, no matter what. And she laughed and she was loud and she just, she did, she lived out loud. That's all I can say. She, she was loud. Um, But so I focused on that. And yeah. then I went to my gratitude. Like you said, it's something that does get me out of um, ruts. It got me through, I created, um, I started working on a program. I didn't, I don't have it created yet, but I want to work on a program called gratitude and grief because there were things around her death that I was grateful for. You know, she, and when I say that people are like, it sounds like you're saying you're grateful that she's gone. And I'm like, I am absolutely not saying that I would give anything for her to be here, but she was in a situation that could have gone way worse than what it did. And when she took the drugs, she just went to sleep. Yeah. And it, it, you know, in talking to the medical examiner and things like that, she just went to sleep. It was just a very gentle and yeah. so for that, I'm grateful. Yeah. 
So, and, and I'm grateful that I had 22 years with her. I'm grateful that I was her mom. She went through a lot. She had a leg disorder that had, she had over like 15 surgeries in her 22 years wow. and they were major surgeries. And she taught me a lot about as much as I taught her about advocating for herself. She taught me about tenacity and never giving up and pushing through the pain and things like that. And so I just embodied those lessons and that's how it helped me heal it's like taking her with me on my journey so yeah and that story and, and thank you so much for sharing that and yeah and that is so insightful and I know the listeners will take value from that and you know it's not just having an impact with a bag of coffee you know doing something like this talking like this this is what this show is about you know Everybody listening to this needs to have a look at their life and think of something they can be grateful for. They need to cherish those loud, those loving, those laughing moments, don't they? Yes. You, know, um, you never do know when it's going to be your last. You know, um, you know, the reason I became a coach and what I do now is because I lost a very dear friend of mine in very sudden circumstances. And yeah, you know, I'm always grateful for he was a huge guy. He was a huge Canadian guy, you know, six foot seven, five foot wide. Yeah, very loud, very big character. And you have to, you focus and you're grateful for those moments. And most people say, how can you do that? Because they must be so upsetting. But you've got to turn that upset into gratitude, haven't you? And when you do that, the smile comes on your face as well. And I've, listeners, you can't see this, but you know, I've seen Tamara absolutely shine as she was telling us that, that description and that narrative where you'd actually expect it to be the opposite. And I think that's testament to you. But I think you've also given us an insight into the impact through her life that she had on you. And that has now been passed on to us. So thank you so much for sharing that. I really do appreciate it. Well, thank you for letting me share it. I talk about Emily any chance I get. (laughs) I bet. I bet. So if people want to find out more about you tomorrow and more about the the business, um, where can people go? Where can people connect with you? They can connect with me. Um, I'm on Facebook on my personal profile. I'm a lot more active on that. Um, my company website is now digitalmarketing.us and they can find out all about my programs and services. We'll be putting up new pages about that Be Do Have program. We'll be going yeah, up there great. pretty soon. You heard it here and, first. Yeah, that's right. And the um, and LinkedIn, connect with me yeah. on LinkedIn. You can follow, find me just by typing in Tamara McDuff. Yeah. And if you can just for the listeners, just spell the name so they know what they're searching for. Sure. It's uh, T-A-M-A-R-A, Tamara McDuff is M-A-C-D-U-F-F. Yeah, great. I'm glad you said that because that's why I wasn't quite sure where it was a MacDuff or a MacDuff. (laughs) (laughs) And it's Mac. So that's okay. So we've got an A in there. Yeah. 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 So it sounds like you're going to have some some great things that you could share with the listeners today and perhaps too many that we've got time for today from what you've talked about but if you could give the listeners one tip one lesson that they can take from you today and then go and do something with what would that be today Hmm. that's a great question um my thing is that I, I tell all my score clients and all my business clients, I tell them just focus on one thing. What you focus on grows. 
So I get business owners that come to me for mentoring and they have 5,000 ideas, right? Because we're all creatives. We all want to do everything. And I I help them narrow it down to one thing. And I say, look, we just want to get you into the marketplace. So focus on one thing because what you focus on grows. Mm -hmm. So focus on that one service that's going to create the biggest impact for you or that's going to get you to the market sooner. What's your lowest barrier of entry to just get in there and get your foot out and, but focus on one thing, do it well, and then move on to something else. Yeah. Yeah. And I completely agree with that. And I know I've had quite a few businesses I've worked with where they, they start doing well and they say, Oh, I want to franchise. I want to do this. And I say, no, let's get everything working like clockwork. Let's get everything absolutely spot on. Then go and do that because it will be a distraction. Uh, So yeah. So I like that. Yeah. Focus. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm going to ask you a, a, a slightly different question to what's always on the list when people schedule this. So uh, as the world is still changing a little bit with the pandemic and whether it's now becoming an endemic, uh, as we're talking about here in the UK, rather than pandemic. But having our next coffee is something that is quite precious to many of us because, you know, we can get out and we can do it and some people can't still. But if you could have your next coffee. And you could have it in a dream location or with somebody. Where and who would it be? Wow. There's so many people. There's so many mentors that I have that I would love to sit down with. Um, okay. But I think one is like. He, we, we can he, have a party, by the way. It hasn't got to be we one We can person. have a party. <laughs> we okay, can have a party. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So I would sit down actually with um, Darren Hardy is one of my absolute favorites. And I listen to him every day. And also um, one of my favorite rock stars is John Bon Jovi. And I would love to sit back down sit down with him um, and just almost pick his brain because watching him grow from the eighties, when he started to where Mm. he is now, he's not just changed with his musical and the songwriting and grown that way. He's changed as a person, Yeah, you know, and he has, he's gotten coaches and mentors. So that's another tip. Go get a coach, go get a mentor um, because you need somebody in your corner. And even if it's somebody outside of your industry, And I would just love to sit and just talk to them both about getting out of my head because I have the same problem that other business owners have. How do I get out of my own way? Yeah. And they both of them have gotten out of their own way. And so I would I do that. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you another question now, then, because I I did not expect John Bon Jovi. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) It's not what I expected. Uh, because I think very often we we think about these people that we'd love to sit with, yeah. Um, and the stumbling block is always what would be the first question? What would I ask them? Mm-hmm. And you know, uh, I think I've mentioned this in other podcast episodes. So listeners, forgive me for mentioning this again. But I had the opportunity of asking a question to Tony Robbins, who is one of my heroes. Uh, and I was on a I paid for a VIP pass last year or year before, and I got to ask my question type it in and I went to make a coffee because they said we we're going to a 10 minute break and they came back five minutes early and all I could hear in my airpods downstairs was well it doesn't look like Simon's on the call now um so Tony uh, 
So I missed asking the question face to face with Tony. I did get to speak to him a little bit later. But what would that question be? Because I think they picked that question because I really thought about something that would be the first question. So what would be your first question to John Bon Jovi? Um, I would ask him, what was it that made you decide to grow? Oh, great question. Right? Because you have to want it. Yeah. You know, and I know, I know their story. Um, years ago, I was being mentored by somebody um, and they had a band who was opening for Bon Jovi when they were playing mm-hmm. clubs before they were Bon Jovi. Yep. And so I got to be a part of that and watching him go from that to where he is. And I I know some of the make or break moments that he had, but there had to have been something that clicked in his mind. Yeah. An incident where he said this, I need to grow. This can't be all that there is. And um, what was that one thing that got him out of his way? Because they were yeah. in their own way until that third album came out. Yeah. And once that album came out, that was right off the charts. Yeah. That's a great question. That's a great question, I think, for all the listeners to say, <laughs> do you know what? I'm going to write that one down because that's the question I'm going to ask anybody that I meet that is one of my heroes. That's a there great question. Come. Well, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you for sharing such a personal insight uh, and helping us understand your story, but also seeing so much about what we can do in our lives as well. And, you know, I I really do want to thank you for that and for being a great guest. You know, you've uh, given us some great tips. I've got a post-it note full of things to to use. And, uh, yeah, I I hope you have a a great rest of the day. You've got a long day ahead of you. I'm nearly halfway through mine now. And uh, thank you very much. Your time is really appreciated. And I'm sure the listeners appreciate it too. Well, thank you very much, Simon, for having me. It was awesome. And listeners, as you know, the three things of this podcast is to help you be better aware, better educated and accountable. I think we've had awareness in bucket loads during this episode. So use that awareness and then be accountable and go out and do something with it. You know, choose the one thing that you can focus on right now that tomorrow is giving you as a lesson to take away there, that access to market, reach out to her connect with her on Facebook, your social media profile, Tamara McDuff, and do something with what you've heard today, because then you're doing us a service and you're honoring not just the two of us, but also the impact that um, Tamara's daughter, Emily, has had on her life and on our lives as well. So thank you very much, listeners, and I'll have you on the next podcast. Bye for now. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, if you'd like any help and support with your business, do get in touch with Simon. And to discover what your business needs you to fix next, visit www.sterlingcoaching.fixthisnext.com. Please do subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And Simon would love you to rate and review the show too. Thank you. Thank you.